0: Hello, people of the internet. This is Jake with Radio Underland. And wow, it has been a really long time since we did a show. Uh, When I talk about we, I'm talking about Steph, Tom, Missy, and myself. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where we're uh, trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, this shutdown, this shutdown that was supposed to be 14 days. And how many months ago was that now? It's uh, a very, very long time. So initially when all this stuff started going down, uh, those of you that are familiar with the show are familiar that we, uh, record basically our studio, our high tech studio, our habitat is at Tom's house. Now, yes, we've totally taken over his garage and that's where we do the show. And it was, it's a very fun spot. You know, there were nights where we'd have 20, 30 people, people sitting on the driveway, just listening to us do a live show. And anyways, but that there's, you know, COVID came. COVID came and we, when we kicked around the idea, well, should we do the show? Should we didn't do, should we not do the show? And, you know, and, and we came to the agreement that because, you know, mama B is there at the house and um, mama B is, you know, she's, she's, she's not a spring chicken. And uh, we were, we had health concerns about, you know, exposing or bringing somebody with COVID into the house and exposing mama B. And uh, that's something that we didn't want to be, uh, that's something that we could never forgive ourselves of for if we were to do that. So we thought it was better safe to just, you know, ride this out and um, wait until the coast is clear to get back at Tom's house and do the podcast. A couple times after that, we tried to do remote podcasts. But of, as many of you know, I live in the middle of nowhere and my Internet is absolute crap. And we tried to do some of the view show, uh, you know, zoom calls and do shows that way. And it was just, I mean, we did it, but it wasn't, uh, it was difficult on my end because I'd be talking and then, uh, you know, Tom and Steph would freeze and it was just really, uh, it was always buffering and just giving a hard time. So the Zoom situation kind of didn't work out, and then we thought about trying to somehow pre-record, but then it always comes back to the fact that we interact with our audience so much that to pre-record a show would just kind of, you know, really take the fun out of it. I, I guess you could say we'd take the fun out of it. But I'll tell you what, I have had a hard time. I've had a hard time sitting here uh, wanting to podcast, especially this year and everything that's going on. I mean, 2020, I you don't have to hear it from me, has been a complete cluster clusterf- clusterfuck, clusterfuck and uh, the presidential elections, Trump still throwing a fit, uh, the choice between two assholes, Biden and Trump. There's just been a lot of stuff that's been going on, which we haven't been able to really comment about because we've been on a hiatus due to COVID-19. And in hindsight, I have to say that we made the right call because although me, myself, I've never tested positive for COVID-19 and I've been tested multiple times. Um, I believe I had it early on before, you know, I started testing and that kind of thing. Uh, Maybe I didn't. I don't know. But I haven't caught COVID-19 as of yet. Uh, I do know a whole lot of people that have, including Missy. And that's one of the things that came out of this that we were kind of Happy that we made the proper decision of not doing the show at at Tom's house during all this shutdown uh, because Missy did come down with COVID-19 and, uh, you know, she's fine now, but she did struggle a little bit. Um, She swears, if you were to talk to her, that she has a lot of... uh, sustaining issues from her bout with COVID-19. Uh, she never ended up in the, in the ICU or anything like that, or even in the hospital, just uh, other than getting tested positive and staying at home, she did uh, suffer from severe body aches. And, um, she thinks that her, uh, head got kind of clogged up. Anyways, she has some other issues. Uh, the fatigue is real. And, um, anyways, regardless of all that, I'm just glad that we did make the decision not to be doing the show at Tom's house and because we would have exposed mom B to COVID-19 through Missy being positive. As far as I know, she's the only person on the show that has tested positive as far as the immediate crew. Um, I don't think Stefan has or maybe Stefan did. I don't know. It's uh, one of those things where we, we still have our, you know, our Facebook chat where we talk about the show. Uh, Well, now we're really talking about the show for the past months with COVID-19, but it's a place where we all uh, communicate on a regular basis but we haven't really seen each other in person. We've been social distanced in a way, just like everybody else. And it's one of those things where it has nothing to do with me being afraid of catching COVID-19. And I don't think any of the people on the immediate host of the show, it's not like we're afraid of catching COVID-19, but what we are afraid of is actually passing it on to somebody that's vulnerable. And so that's why we've been cautious. Now this whole caution thing and what we've been doing, it's taken its toll. We haven't done a show in a long time and it's, uh, I think it's getting underneath all of our skins a little bit, you know, and right when it gets to the point where we're thinking about coming back and doing more shows, bam, you know, another spike in COVID and restrictions and the whole nine yards. So that's kind of me just getting you up to speed where we're at, what the future holds. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. We we definitely want to do the show. We haven't abandoned you. We haven't. Yeah, that's my dog's barking. We haven't abandoned you. We haven't. Hey, huh? shut up. I'm doing a podcast on the couch. See, that's why I can't do things from home because Missy thinks she's the dog pound and has a million dogs in here. You know what, dog? Hush. I don't even know if you guys can hear that, but I can hear the uh, little dog barking. So what the future brings, I don't know. Uh, We do miss doing the show. We do miss seeing our friends. We do miss hanging out every Tuesday night. Uh, You know, and, and I know a lot of you are in the same positions where... Um, but I don't know about a lot of you. I don't, I don't know how many of you out there that are listening have had their industries or their jobs and everything affected by this pandemic. Um, I know myself being in the entertainment industry, it's been hit very, very, very hard. And so that coming into play, I have had to shuffle stuff around. And during this pandemic, even though that, you know, our, our go-to day for doing the show was on Tuesdays and I've had stuff going on on Tuesdays just because I have to find something to do. And, um, so I don't know what the future holds as far as availability, what days we can do the show and all that other kind of stuff, but I want it to start back. I want it to start back as soon as possible because, uh, this is getting old and it sucks because the only thing left to do is watch TV. And I don't know about you, but everybody that I've talked to is getting pretty sick and tired of freaking TV. The Mandalorian, baby Yoda, Mike Tyson's Roy Jones Jr., You know, it just gets old. I mean, the last thing I want to do is sit on the couch and watch TV. After months and months and months and months of this, it's getting old. And I think everybody's getting tired of it. Uh, You know, and speaking of that Mike Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. fight, uh, spoiler alert, uh, nobody won. Yeah, what other sport does that happen where nobody wins? Other than soccer or whatever you call it, football. But this is why... Boxing has become such a freaking joke that nobody can pay attention to it anymore is because at least I'd rather watch the WWE at least in the WWE you have a winner they never have draws okay first off now anybody that watched that fight Mike Tyson and rory jones jr i mean rory jones jr look he look he looked like he had covid and he was about ready to go in a coma the whole friggin' fight he was sitting there taking and taking those hits especially those body shots and you could just see it on his face that he did not want to be there this was not his thing he stood the whole time he stood the whole time and he wrote it out but there is no way in hell that it was a draw it just wasn't i mean nobody went down but Tyson just kept pummeling, pummeling him, especially to the body the whole time. He really didn't land too many good ones to the head. Uh, he was swinging for the fences, though, and if some of those would have connected, it would have probably been game over for Rory Jones Jr. But, uh, yeah, boxing and the draw. And then Mike Mike Tyson, what, what the hell is going on? He acts all excited at the end of the fight when they announce a the draw, and he's all, oh, yeah, I'm okay with that. What, what, what happened to Iron Mike that wanted to, like, you know, rip uteruses out of dead roadkill and eat it and stuff? The guy that was insane that was saying all this crazy crap, you know? That's the Mike Tyson that I missed. The, the guy that was biting ears off. So, all of a sudden, Mike Tyson has gone pretty soft. But I can tell you what. Boxing, for me, it seems like every fight that I've paid attention to over the last, I don't know, you know, uh, De La Hoya and all those other kind of crap, it just... These draws and these judges are just out of control. But, you know, the thing about it that you have to realize is that league, that League of Legends, is called Mike Tyson's League of Legends. Now, I don't—they're obviously using his name. I don't know what percentage of ownership he is. But, of course, he wants a rematch. You know what I mean? I don't know how much money they made on that pay-per-view, but I'm sure it was a ton of money. So, between Mike Tyson and, uh, you know, The Mandalorian and other—you know, there's been other hits that have been on TV. And it seems like that's all that we've had during this whole COVID time is just— uh you know, entertainment. On t- you know, it's crazy. What it, well, the th- crazy thing about it is the thing that we've relied on during this whole COVID is entertainment, and entertainment is one of the industries that's still been majorly impacted by this uh, COVID nineteen, uh, especially. Well, I mean, live, live production, live events. That's part of uh, entertainment. But, you had a lot of filming and a lot of the work that was being done on television shows all ground to a halt. Some of them started back up. and Then they'd have COVID on the sets and shut it back down. It's just been a a cluster. So I I wonder what's going to happen when we sit back and we have gone through all the entertainment. No new stuff is coming out. You know, some is, but not enough. And what's going to happen then? (laughs) So, uh, you know, we keep listening to these politicians. And believe me, I, I know that COVID is real. I understand that it's real. In fact, Missy and her family uh, at her dad's house right now, the whole family, her little brother, her stepmom, and her stepmom's dad, who's 97, everybody's positive with COVID right now. And so it's definitely real. And it's, it's, but I don't know. It affects different people in different ways. Most of the people that I know that have caught in COVID have just had a mild case of basically the flu and it's kind of knocked them on their ass and they feel like they're dragging for a while, but they made it out of it. But at the same time, there are people that I know uh, that have passed because of COVID-19. So it's almost like a lottery and it affects different people in different ways. And um, you know, I'm just sitting, we're just sitting back, taking our vitamins, taking our B, uh, C and what is it? D vitamin or something like that. And zinc. Doing everything we can to kind of avoid or, you know, Missy's concern is that she'll catch it again, which I do know one person that has caught it twice. So it is a possibility, you know, that's still unclear how long these antibodies hang on in your system and how long you're immune to it and all that kind of stuff. So, man, it's just a weird, weird time, and it feels like it feels like okay when the shutdown first happened, right? When they're first calling out 16 days of shutdown, you're going to be locked up for 16 days, and we're just going to stop this thing in, the, in its tracks, and then we're going to get back to normal. It seems like when it first started, we were all like, "Oh, cool, um, yeah, this is weird, but we're going to do it," right? We were doing things like we were getting on Zoom calls with all of our friends and just acting stupid. Then as this thing just prolonged and prolonged and prolonged and kept going and kept going, I feel like it started to settle in on people and started to have more of this, like the bad effect comes as far as people with depression and that kind of stuff. I feel really bad for the people out there that are single living on their own without, you know, somebody in their lives. It's got to be, it's got to be rough. You know what I mean? There's no doubt about it. It's got to be rough. And I think as a society, all these I mean, I guess some people are still doing it, but I I don't see it happening as much in my circle of friends of, you know, Hey everybody, let's get on a zoom call and do karaoke. We're going to play a board game and all that other kind of, you know, bullshit stuff that I'm not really into, but you know, it gave people a little bit of an outlet. Then I think we finally just kind of just as a society started giving up hope where it's like, man, this sucks, you know, And, and, and some people just said to hell with it and started living their lives like normal. And I don't know if I'd fall into that category, but, you know, there was a time where I had a little bit of uh, projects to work on where I was around other people and I was doing that kind of stuff. And, uh, but then, you know, Governor Newsom, the Grinch that stole Christmas, Governor Newsom himself comes out and starts shutting stuff down again, where even if you want to buck the system, you know, if, if you don't have anybody in your life that is vulnerable, that even if you caught it, you can't spread it to them because you're not in close contact with them, um, you know, they shut everything down and then you're left with, well, what do you do now? Because really, what do you do now? You know, I I don't know about where you live, but where I live, I guess there's some restaurant center. No, they're not. They're not open with patio seating. It's takeout only. You know, I don't know of any bars or or anything that's open up here around me. And, uh, you know, and, and I hear stories of other locations, Orange County, et cetera, where some businesses are saying, no, nope, we're not doing this. We're not shutting down again. We're, we're, we're staying open. And, um, you know, you see a lot of sheriffs coming into the scene, uh, Bakersfield, Orange County, and some others saying that they're not enforcing this mandated shutdown by Governor Newsom. But I know it, it, it still takes its toll. It takes its toll on people. You know, there, there comes a point where when the cure is worse than the, the disease, we have a major, major issue. And I think that's kind of where we've gotten to with this COVID-19 is that the cure is worse than the disease. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be careful and, you know, take care of yourself, especially like I said, if you have somebody vulnerable, but you know, we have to carry on with the life because I really do not see things changing massively. I mean, you, you, take this into consideration right now. Our numbers are higher than they've ever been as far as new cases of COVID-19. You know, that the death percentage is still relatively low, less than a half a percent, but the new cases numbers have been skyrocketing. So, you know, for the most part, it's as bad right now today as it's ever been during our journey through this COVID-19. And I don't see it getting better anytime soon. So what do you do? You know, what do you do? Are we really going to put up with this as a civilization, as Americans, where we're locked down for another year? Because I could, I could definitely see this lasting for another year. Are we going to let the government tell us that, hey, you know, that's it, came over, another year? You know, there's so many businesses, so many people, so much families, you know, that are affected by this. And, and it's one of those things where I always say that government, politicians, even on the local scale, anybody that's a full-time politician... You know, or if they came from the government sector, they are so out of touch with what is happening in the private sector, private and family owned businesses, you know, that kind of situation. They're so out of touch, you know, as a government, you know, they might have laid off a few, but for the most part they still get paid. You know, what do they have to worry about? And, and the thing you have to realize, because I work with a lot of these local governments, local uh, senators and all that other kind of nonsense, mayors, I, I work with all these type of people. And they are surrounded by not normal people. There are, are people in the private sector, I should say. They're surrounded by other government employees. And they get through this COVID-19 pretty much unaffected. I mean, they know people are having a hard time, but it's in the distance. It's not in their face. It's not in their forefront. And until, you know, and what are we going to do? The government's going to bail out all of America and all the private sector. They're, you know, Biden's going to get in there and throw us a bunch more money. What? $1,200 is $1,200 going to make your mortgage payment, your car payments, and all the other bills that you have, your credit card debt. No, it's not going to, it, that you can't solve it with a government bailout. You have to let people continue and get back to work. It's just that that's the only way out of this. And if people die, you know, I'll, I'll sound like the fucking Russian from Rocky four, if he dies, he dies. You know what I mean? It's the, you know, oh, you're heartless. You're heartless. You're not, you're, you know, no life. No, 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 no. This, it's a very unfortunate if any lives die. Okay. If anybody dies from this thing, but it's already happening. We're at, we're knocking on 300,000 deaths from COVID-19. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things that's a reality in our civilization, you know, protect yourself. You know, try not to get it. I get that. Don't touch your nose. Don't touch your mouth. All that kind of stuff. Protect yourself. There's things you can do to protect yourself. And I'll, even that's debatable if we want to get into the whole conspiracy thing. Are the masks, do they prevent COVID 19 or do they not? You know, it's like having sex with a mesh condom. Is that really going to stop pregnancy? I don't know. Probably not. But it's got to up your chances a little bit. But I understand for the people that are actually. Uh, concerned about COVID-19 and not wanting to venture out. I totally get it, but you got to let the people that want to get back to work back to work. It's going to be supply and demand, you know. If restaurants are allowed to be open, it only the people that don't have a concern are going to show up at the restaurant, you know. It's like, oh, but yeah, but there's idiots out, yeah, yeah. There's fucking idiots out there. I get it. There's fucking idiots out there that live with their grandparents. They're going to go out to the club. They're going to come back and they're going to get sick and they're going to contaminate their grandparents and Grandpa's going to die. Yes, but guess what? This is America. We're a free society, and idiots exist. And if idiots want to kill themselves off, let them. Let them, that's not heartless that, you know, we live in a country where we're supposed to have individual freedoms and be able to, um, um, govern ourselves. You can't treat all of society from the government's perspective, whether it's uh, governor Newsom or whatever, you can't treat all of society like they're fucking idiots because they're not. Now there are idiots there, whatever you ever heard of chlorinating the gene pool. We're overpopulated anyways. And and, Oh, what do we got to lose? Some idiots die. Hey, it's the price we pay, but we got to open things back up, you know, and and, and okay, maybe that's not a politically correct thing to say that, you know, if people die, they die. But guess what? It's reality. We can't, uh, because I'll tell you what's, what's fantasy. What's fantasy is that you're going to lock everybody down. And get rid of this COVID-19. It's just not going to happen that way. It's not going to happen. Because no matter what, here we go again with the idiot problem. The idiots are not going to be locked down. They're going to be over at their friend's house with all their pot-smoking, fucked-up friends, you know, sharing popsicles, you know, and just having a COVID-19 virus orgy party you know, blowing in each other's mouths because they're fucking retarded and they're going to spread it around the rest of their families and other people that are on lockdown because no matter how much you lock down, guess what? You still got to go to the grocery store. You still got to. You're still going to be exposed to these idiots. So I I don't think that a lockdown is going to work unless you, unless you implemented like martial law and and nobody's allowed on the streets and that kind of thing. But then, Oh, but I'm an essential worker. I work for Tesla. Tesla is now an essential worker. Well, either we shut down for 14 days and shut it down altogether. Nobody allowed on the streets. Friggin' figure out some way to deliver MREs to people's houses for 14 days, which I'm sure we don't have the supply for that. But if it's not a total lockdown for 14 days or whatever that length is, if it's not a total 100% lockdown, it's not gonna work. And we're going to keep, if it works so well the first time, then why are we doing it again? think about it. Either it worked or it didn't work. If it didn't work, why are we doing it again? If it did work, why are we having to do it again? It's, it's you, know, you see the round and round logic? And I know, I know, I know from the government perspective, well, we're just slowing down the capacity of the hospitals, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I think we're doing so much damage, so much damage to America that we've got to we've got to reel this in. We've got to reel it in because it's out of control. And, you know, we're empowering these governors and these people that run our lives or try to run our lives. We're empowering them by voting them into office. And uh, I think they are going way, 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 way too far. Well, I guess I need to calm calm down. I I, I initially picked up this, uh, mic just to give a little update of where the show was, where our thoughts were for the future and what we have going on, and uh, I guess I went off on a little bit of a tangent. You know, I, that's that's another funny thing of, um, you know, I, I tried during the shutdown to do some shows by myself, and I pretty much just released them audio only. I really didn't do any video work with them. And uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, I would listen back to the shows and it'd be like, uh, there's enough white idiots on a podcast ranting about today's society and, and me talking about myself. It just doesn't have the chemistry of when we have Tom and Steph and Missy and you know, all the other assholes. I'm not saying those three are asshole. I was talking about the rest of the people that hang around are assholes. Uh, well, they're not really assholes, but you know what I mean? The whole group, the whole group, it doesn't have that same, uh, synergy and, uh, the shows just aren't funny when I'm fucking ranting about politics or whatever it might be. And, um, yeah, so that's why I guess I, I don't really do the solo, uh, podcast. And, um, anyways, that's where we're at. That's what's going on. Uh, hopefully we get back doing, uh, live shows not too far off, but the reality is, is I think it's going to be a while. And, uh, I miss you guys, miss hearing from all you guys, miss, you know, I, th- I think the the beauty of our podcast that was different than, from a lot of other podcasts that are out there is that we would do it in front of a live audience, whether it was a Facebook live audience or people in the studio. And I definitely miss that energy of the people that would come out to see us to tape the show live and the comments, you know, the people out there. You know, making fun of me and calling names and just the ruthlessness of some of the people that were regular attenders of the Tuesday night live shows. Uh, I miss those people tremendously and I miss seeing their comments and I miss uh, I miss getting upset because they're making fun of me and everything else that goes on. I miss uh, fighting with uh, Missy on the air. Uh, Now it seems like all the fights are in private. And, uh, it kind of takes the fun out of it because, uh, there's been some doozies during this shutdown. I can tell you that, uh, but the mics aren't rolling and the cameras aren't there. And so you guys miss out on all that drama. Other than that, everybody, I love you guys. Be safe humans. Take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully we can get shows going again sometime in the future. Be good humans. Love each other. Take it easy. Bye-bye.